Learn Persian with Chai and Conversation, Lesson 52. Hello and welcome to Lesson 52 of Learn Persian with Chai and Conversation. We're so glad you've joined us. Welcome back to Chai and Conversation. So last week, we started talking about the concept of taruf in a host and guest situation. We explained that taruf is a code of etiquette that helps us navigate through social situations. Matt, after we recorded the lesson, you were telling me about running into taruf at your mother-in-law's house and being particularly flustered about it at the beginning of your relationship with Laren. Right. Every time we would eat, for instance, she'd insist on filling my plate, amounts I really couldn't eat. I would assure her that I loved the food, which I always did, but I would honestly be full and couldn't eat anymore. I could tell it would be rude not to eat what she put on my plate, so I'd be way overstuffed in the end. Well, this is definitely a common form of taruf. A host will always fill your plate even if you insist you've had enough, because this is the way of showing love and kindness. So basically, you have a tricky role as a guest. On the one hand, you have to insist that you can't eat food, that you're full, because as we said in the last lesson, you're trying to show that you're there to see the host, not to be given anything. But you also have to make sure that the host knows you really appreciate the food that's been given to you without encouraging them to give you more than you can eat. So you have to toe this line. So try something like this. We of course know which means thank you very much. And we learned in the last lesson means don't go through the trouble. So let's repeat this one more time together. Which means thank you. Zahmat nakish. Zahmat nakish. Which means don't go through the trouble. Now, since you're talking to your mother-in-law, you'll probably use the formal version of this, which is zahmat nakishin. Zahmat nakishin. And finally, siram means I'm full. Siram. Siram. To give the siram a little bit more validity, you could add the word valla, which is an Arabic word adopted into Persian to mean really. It actually means something closer to by God, but it's used all the time in the Persian language to show that you really mean something. So, siram volla, meaning by God I'm full, or really I'm full. So, siram volla. Siram volla. If you've already been given food and you want to say you can't possibly eat anymore, you can say, nemitunam bishar bokhoram, meaning I can't eat more. Nemitunam bishar bokhoram. Nemitunam bishtar bokhoram. I can't is nemitunam. Nemitunam. More is bishtar. Bishtar. And I eat is bokhoram. Bokhoram. So I can't eat more. Nemitunam bishtar bokhoram. Nemitunam bishtar bokhoram. So again, this tells your host you can't possibly eat more. So again, the taruf purpose of this phrase is to be less of a burden on the host. So even if you do want more food, this is what you tell the host. They'll probably give you more anyway. If you're actually full, just take a spoon or two to be polite. And if you really can't finish, it's okay to leave a little on your plate. Don't forget to always end a meal with complimenting the chef by saying, Daste shuma dard nakone. Daste shuma dard nakone. Do you remember the meaning of this, Matt? It means, I hope your hand doesn't hurt literally. But really, it's just a way uh, to say thank you. Right. Let's learn a couple more ways to show your appreciation for your host before moving on to other topics in the vast world of Taruf. 
A simple way of showing your appreciation would be to say, that was really delicious. We've learned the word for delicious before, but it was a while ago. Do you remember this, Matt? It's choshmaze. Great. So either Matt's been studying or Akimia is eating food. So cheli choshmaze bud. It was really delicious. Cheli choshmaze bud. Cheli choshmaze bud. And again, to say thank you or your I or I hope your hand doesn't hurt, you say daste shoma dard nakone. Daste shoma dard nakone. Every time I eat at my family's house, I'll say cheli choshmaze bud. Daste shoma dard nakone. As a host, the response to دست شما درد نکنه is either خواهش میکنم خواهش میکنم which simply means you're welcome or سر شما درد نکنه سر شما درد نکنه And this means I hope your head doesn't hurt. So I hope your hand doesn't hurt. I hope your head doesn't hurt. It's just a cultural saying. You can also say that the food was great or alibud. Alibud. Okay, I think that's enough tools in your tool belt on the topic of thanking someone for a meal. Now let's move on to different instances of tarof and how you can navigate this particular trait of the Persian culture. You'll see tarof playing out in a lot of different ways in Persian culture. And if you don't know how to react, you're often seen as rude or insensitive. One prevalent usage of tarof is when paying a bill after a meal. In American culture, you often split the bill or sometimes someone insists on paying for some reason and you let them. Not so in Iranian culture. Iranians often have a bit of a war when the bill arrives, but rather than fighting to get out of paying the bill, they fight to pay it. If you go to a restaurant where an Iranian family is dining, you'll see this every time. When the check arrives, everyone asks the server to give them the bill. It's often, it often results to very physical attempts at grabbing the bill. Sometimes one of the family members will be tricky and give the waiter their credit card before the bill arrives. And sometimes they'll find out they're too late, that someone else from the table has already done the same thing. I'm telling you, sometimes it gets absolutely crazy. So we're not going to go over the whole dialogue of getting the bill at the table. You can see an example of this on our YouTube video, which you can find the link of by going to chaiingconversation.com slash lesson 52. But... When you're in this situation, your goal is to pay the bill because you're being generous to those around you. It's seen as a source of pride to be able to treat your friends and family, and Iranians take this very seriously. Some would say a little too seriously. So when you're out with an Iranian friend or family member, they'll immediately insist on paying the bill. Instead of being surprised and saying, oh, well, thank you, as many Westerners have the tendency to do, you should immediately insist on paying the bill yourself. One word you can use in this circumstance is nemishe, which means it's not possible. Nemishe. Nemishe. You can also use the phrase nobate mane. Nobate mane. Which means it's my turn. Nobate mane. Nobate mane. And nobat is the word for turn. So again, nobate mane. Nobate mane. So nemishe. Nobate mane. Nemishe nobate mane. Another really popular instance of tarof, which is confusing to Westerners, is the concept of pishkesh. This is when someone is wearing something or owns something that you compliment, and they in turn offer you that thing. So, for instance, if I tell my friend, I love your earrings, in Western culture, the friend will just say, thanks. In Iranian culture, however, the person will say, oh, well, they're yours then. They'd look way better on you anyway. 
This is called pishkesh and again is a form of tarof. The person doesn't literally mean to give you the earrings. It's just their way of being humble and complimenting you in return. A lot of times they'll say the phrase pishkesh as a response to your compliment. And pishkesh means exactly that. It's yours. Pishkesh. Pishkesh. Again, this can lead to a lot of awkward situations with Westerners because they often don't know how to respond. But again, remember, this is just a form of tarof, extreme politeness, not to be taken literally. I do want to note this form of tarof isn't only used with items of clothing, by the way. It can also be used in someone's home. For example, if you go to someone's house and they have a painting you compliment, they can say pishkesh. Again, they don't literally mean you should grab the painting off the wall and take it home with you. They're just being polite. So one last time, the phrase for this form of tarof is pishkesh. Pishkesh. Moving on with the examples of tarof. Another confusing form of tarof comes with the phrase qabile shomaru nadare. This literally means it's not worthy of you and is used in a lot of different situations. One of the most prevalent of these and one that is super confusing to Westerners is when you have a transaction in a store. Now here in the U.S., when you make a financial transaction, things are really straightforward. Generally, you decide what to buy, go up to the cash register, and pay money for the thing and leave the store. In Iran, or when dealing with Iranians out of the country, it can be a little more complicated. When you take the item you're purchasing up to the register, the store owner will often say, This is not worthy of you. So what the store owner is saying with this strange, strange phrase is, You are more important than your money. I may be the store owner, and we may be about to have a financial transaction, but I see you as a human being, not just as a financial transaction. So this item is not worthy. You're worth more than that. Does this make sense, Matt? I guess so. I guess it's kind of like if the store owner says, don't worry about it, when you go to give them money, like they're being polite. Right, exactly. It's yours, don't worry about it. So you may ask a store owner, how much is this block of cheese, for instance? And they'll just reply, oh, don't worry about it, it's yours. So knowing what you know about tarof, you should know by now that the store owner doesn't literally mean it. You have to insist on paying. The vocabulary for this is khahesh mikonam. We've learned in previous lessons that khahesh mikonam is equivalent to your welcome in the English language, but literally it's a plea. It's more a direct translation of please. So let's practice a typical dialogue in a store, Matt. I'll start as the person going into the shop, and Matt, you can be the shopkeeper. Salam. Mazat mikhom. Qimate in panir chande. Okay, let's unpack this conversation. So first, I started by saying, This is equivalent to, excuse me. So I'm getting the shopkeeper's attention. Then I ask how much the cheese is. قیمت این پنیر چنده؟ قیمت این پنیر چنده؟ This gives the shopkeeper a chance to tarof. He uses our phrase قابل شما رو نداره. قابل شما رو نداره. So this cheese is not worthy of you. Don't worry about it. قابل شما رو نداره. قابل شما رو نداره. And so then I insist. خواهش میکنم. Please. خواهش میکنم. خواهش میکنم. And I again ask, Chande. Chande. So you can say, chande, which means how much is the price versus just Chande by itself, which is more like how much. So, 
چنده چنده and قیمتش چنده قیمتش چنده The storekeeper taught us one more time saying بفرمایین بفرمایین This word is used in Tarof often. We'll go over a few more cases of its use in a second. But basically, it just means go ahead. Befermain. Befermain. So the shopkeeper is using Tarof saying, go ahead, take it. Befermain. Befermain. And I, the buyer, respond first by thanking him. Khali mamnun. Khali mamnun. And I say, magemishe. This is a little difficult to translate. Basically, it's saying something along the lines of how would that be possible or is it possible? So in this case, it's like, no way, that isn't possible. Magemishe. Magemishe. This phrase is used when you're incredulous about something. So someone's about to give you something for free in this case and you're saying, no way, it's not possible. But literally, again, you're asking, is it possible? So again, magemishe. Magemishe. And again, I ask, qaymatish chande, what's the price? قیمتش چنده. قیمتش چنده. So this will continue on for a bit with the shopkeeper and the customer going back and forth. With the shopkeeper insisting the customer can take it and the customer insisting to pay. It always ends with the customer paying, by the way. But sometimes, ironically, the shopkeeper will then quote a price that's outrageously high and a reverse back and forth ensues with the customer trying to negotiate a lower price. So again... The point of all this is for the shopkeeper to show that it's not just a financial transaction, that he or she cares about the customer as a human. So now to end this lesson, we're going to talk about the other instances of tarof where the word befamoyin is used. Like we said, befamoyin is a very versatile tarof word and just means please go ahead. One common use of this term is when you approach a doorway at the same time as someone else. You don't just go in. You say to the other person, befamoyin. Befermain. And since you've been in an Iranian household so long, Matt, do you know other instances of Tarof using the word Befermain? Yes, I do know that you're always supposed to offer your seat to an older person. So if they enter the room and you're already sitting down, you get up and say Befermain to let them have your seat. Right. So you can say Befermain Beshinin. Please sit. Befermain Beshinin. Befermain Beshinin. Yes, exactly. And when food is being served, you never just go to the food to get something. You offer for those around you to get the food first. So you tell others, بفرمائن بکشین, which means please go ahead and take food. بفرمائن بکشین. بفرمائن بکشین. All right. So three more examples of Tarof using the word بفرمائن. Try to look around and see if you see other examples of Tarof in your interactions with Iranians. Remember not to take everything at face value and always question whether something is literal or just a nicety. And you can leave us examples of your experiences with Tarof in the comments section of this lesson at www.chaiandconversation.com slash lesson52. And on our website, you'll find bonus materials for this lesson and all the others, as well as much more. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, Khoda Hafez from Leila. And Beomide Didar from Matt.